shining a light on podcasts and videos that have caught our attention. The Spotlight with Jen Spiker. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. We're back today talking about discipleship and a way that you can make a self-assessment as to how mature you might be as a disciple, as a follower of Jesus Christ. We're back today with Ian Malins, who is the founder of the organization called Omega Discipleship. And Ian has a fabulous cyclical discipleship training series that starts right for new seekers uh, to new Christians in growing disciples for deepening worship and eventually to a point where you are no longer just a disciple but a person who is actually helping to train another disciple. Uh, Ian's back with us today. Hello, Ian. Welcome back to 2020. Hello, Neil. It's good to be back with you again. Ian, your cycle of discipleship training brings some things into perspective because we all think about new seekers from time to time and what sort of discipleship training might be necessary for new Christians or for growing disciples. But you've put it in a certain sort of an order that helps it to make sense. Yeah, well, I've tried to present discipleship as a journey, an ongoing journey um, for all of our lives um, as followers of Jesus. We're called to be disciples, not just at the stage of being a new Christian, but uh, making it a lifestyle. And so that's what we're really looking at in the cycle. So the cycle goes from seekers to new Christians to growing disciples, deepening worship, and then training disciples, and eventually even becoming a group leader. So where you might be on that cycle uh, is pretty important, and so you've got a self-evaluation test. Uh, Let's go to that test and and, uh, tell us all about what you would do if you were trying to assess how you were going as a disciple of Christ. Well, these manuals in the cycle are really tools for people who are discipling others uh, for them to use. And and so, as we found, when you invite people who might want to grow further in their Christian lives to come along to a discipleship training, um, they can have all sorts of misconceptions. They might think, well, that's just for new Christians, not for me, because I've been a Christian for many years. But the sad thing is many have just um, gone so far and then plateaued out and leveled out in their Christian life and are just in a maintenance mode. So this cycle is designed to kind of keep Christians on the journey, on the pathway until they go full cycle and become effective in ministry and know how to take someone on the same journey. So we've developed this um, questionnaire just to help evaluate where people are. So let's talk about your early levels, uh, the lower levels in your uh, cycle here. If you are a person who uh, is in this spiritual growth phase, say you've come to Christ and you've had some early discipleship, perhaps you've even been baptized, uh, you've asked Jesus into your life as Lord and Savior, uh, where should you be at at that particular point, say at the spiritual growth level? Well, I think, I think the questionnaire has tried to select out biblical norms and principles of what it means to follow Jesus as a disciple. 
And so all the statements in this questionnaire are not, not, uh, not Bible knowledge statements about what you know about the Bible, but they're, they're specifically questions about how are you living out this particular biblical principle, which is one of the marks of what a disciple is. So after those initial kind of statements that we have in the questionnaire about your belief in Jesus and your commitment to him and, and have you started the journey, we then start to progressively unfold now what are the marks of living out your discipleship and, and we're evaluating and you do a tick as to whether this is a little in your life or a bit or a, or a lot or, you know, where you're at. Ian, when you have people go through and do your questionnaire, are they often surprised that they're really at the lower levels and not really into the higher levels yet? Yeah, well, I think people are actually because we've had people, I've, I've had people of 40 years a Christian who have gone through that questionnaire and have come to realise that though they might be even busy in the life of the church and doing a lot of good things, in their own spiritual development, they really stopped at a, a fairly basic level of, of spiritual growth. And uh, that's, that's, I believe, is a, is a big problem in our churches. I suppose and, if we were being honest about churches, we would have to say there are a lot of people who would be in that category of what we used to talk about, just warming the pew, uh, sitting in church on a Sunday uh, they take it in, it sort of almost goes in one ear out the other, and then it's back to a cruisy sort of a life through the week. Your idea of intentional discipleship actually keeps the pressure on a little. Well, it does, I guess. Um, it, 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 well, it's even a problem that was in the early church. Sometimes we think the early church, they're all sort of firing on as full disciples, but Hebrews 5, in Hebrews 5 and into chapter 6, um, the writer is concerned that there were many there that have been Christians long enough, but they're still spiritual infants, just wanting the spiritual milk um, each week, you know, pre-digested sermon from the pastor just to inspire and encourage them. But they were not growing, and they, they were not at the stage they should now be, um, and that is discipling others and teaching others and impacting others that were just at a basic infancy. And last time we were talking, we talked about the intentionality of being a disciple. It's not really something here where you're saying to its leaders, it's their fault uh, that people are not being discipled. There is a certain intentional discipleship that each particular believer needs to commit themselves to, to grow in faith. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, churches can provide uh, the framework and the opportunities, but it comes back to our own spiritual hunger, whether we're really wanting to go on and grow. And I think churches, if they, they set that focus, that we're called not just to be believers, not just to come to church on Sunday, um, but we're called to keep on growing and, and let Christ transform us in every area of life, um, if, if they're setting that as the frame of reference, then it's up to us to pick that up and say, well, in my busy lifestyle, I really need to give time to that because that's the core, that's the core of my life. And that in the end, that spiritual dimension of my life is, is really the most important thing that's going, going to count for eternity. So I, I need not just sit back and be passive there and just a Sunday church attender and just read the Bible occasionally. 
It seems to me that almost every church has opportunities like the weekly prayer meeting, uh, or they might have a small groups program, and certainly every church has opportunities for servanthood and uh, for leaders of various groups and ministries within church life. It's not as though every church doesn't have the elements. It's that there is a lack of intentionality on the part of people who are a part of the local church who perhaps are not stepping up and saying, I think I need to go to the next level. Yeah, well, I think sometimes our churches are like a smorgasbord of ministries, opportunities, inputs that we can choose. And perhaps even in that concept of a, a supermarket type of church, we can, miss, we can miss the simplicity of straight-down-the-line discipleship, that there are some core essentials that need to be covered, rather than people just saying, what do I feel I want? It's more, what do I need? Um, and so in this cycle that we've developed, we've really tried to take a person on the journey of the foundational essentials, the core that needs to be in place. And then all these other areas that churches can offer can, can be related to that central core that's, that, uh, of their relationship with Christ that is intact and growing. So a simple self-assessment, you do your discipleship self-evaluation questionnaire. At the bottom of that, you'd give yourself a score, or at least you would add up your score as to where you thought you stood on that questionnaire. And when you've evaluated that, it'll tell you where you're up to. And that's a great point to be able to say, if I'm honest about my own growth as a disciple, I can, I can honestly say, this is where I'm at. And then you can actually take some action to begin to move towards that next level. Yeah, so the cycle then moves you in to the, the, the manual or the stage of the journey that, that you can then, uh, that can help you go on from there and not just stay at that level. Well, I'll point people to where they can find your questionnaire and uh, you might have to look uh, carefully in the questions and answers tab on the Omega Discipleship Ministries website. The website is at www.omega-discipleship.com. Ian Malins is the founder of omegadiscipleship.com and uh, he's our guest today. Ian, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.